Welcome back to Geekish Cast Corner Gas Fan Cast special episode with Kevin Cunningham, who you may know as Fitzy. I'm your host Mayor. Jeremy. Yeah, Mayor yes. Fitzy. I'm your host I'm Jeremy, right. joined by my wife Jules and Kevin. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you very much. Uh, thank this you. Is, thank you for taking the time is, to come on. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I'm, this is great. Yeah. Um, we are Americans who accidentally found Corner Gas and have been in love with it for nearly a decade now. Um, There's been a lot of Americans. There were a lot of Americans that found us actually while we were shooting, which was always great. Like, uh, you know, traveling, Winnebago's coming up from Kentucky and places like that. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. I mean, I know, you know, it was found in the strangest places to us anyways, certainly at the beginning of the show, like the first couple of seasons. Um, you know, you people would get stopped on the street in places you wouldn't expect that would be people would be watching the show and a lot of people took once the dvds came out they took them camping or whatever a lot of people up here spend six months down in texas or arizona right so they take their dvd collection with them in their winnebago or whatever they do and the people next door from you know uh, Minnesota, you know, what are you guys watching? Oh, this is a great show, you know, and next thing you know, somebody in Minnesota is a fan of Corner Gas trying to figure out how they can watch it and that kind of thing. So. Well, that's kind of what happened with us. WGN, which is a large network or cable network out of uh, Chicago, had Corner Gas for a year, maybe two, but they would do weird things like Thursday night, you guys would be on for three episodes back to back at 11 p.m. And then the next day, they'd be on at like five, but it'd be two episodes. And then you yeah. couldn't find it for a few days. And... <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they yeah. Mm -hmm. Compared to up here, like, you know, I, I, I still, I think it still runs pretty regular on the uh, the comedy network. You know, it just, it seemed to be running all the time. You know, people would say, oh, I saw you last night. So, geez, <laughs> wait, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing. You guys are kind of, when I when I explain it to other Americans who haven't seen it, I say Corner Gas, the only thing I could compare it to in America would be Seinfeld. It is that ubiquitous in Canada. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Seinfeld as, of yeah, the Prairie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, certainly as far as... Um, like viewer uh, fan base in Canada, you know, th that kind of, if you could transfer that, uh, those numbers, you know, and, and rejig them for our smaller population, that's kind of the level of the popularity of the show for sure. Well, yeah, I'd say scalably it'd be about the same. I mean, it's just, it's part of the way of life from Canada <clears throat> is what it became. And Jeremy's <laughs> been trying to get California um, <laughs> on board, on board with the, <laughs> anyone he can well, try to bully into watching one episode and then often well, they're hooked well, are, and they'll go are, are you guys did you guys grow up in small towns sort Either of, of the, the the town we grew up in was probably about 30,000 people when we were young but when we moved back from the bay area it was a quarter of a million so we were small we were like dairy town when we were kids and then a bedroom community when we became adults because that's, you know, a lot of people, it kind of hits them on, on that level, that context, right? That's the town I grew up in, or that's the, I knew those people in in the town I grew up in. So even when, you know, I would go to Toronto 
and I'm I'm walking down some street in Toronto, and that's the first time I got noticed. Like even after the first year, you know, somebody's noticed the recognized me from the show, and oh yeah, sure, I love the show. It reminds me of my hometown and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. And uh, that seems to be the context that a lot of people I bump into um, latch on to the show, and uh, or they've moved. Like uh, there are a lot of retired farmers, and they'll they'll move to the Okanagan in BC, where it's you know almost always summer, but not really. Um, and uh, you know that's their bit of of home. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and for us, we found it at kind of a difficult time. And Corner Gas is, I mean, it's happy. <laughs> you know, nobody's gonna die in a car wreck. Yeah, <laughs> there's not gonna be anything horrible happening. And for us, like the song at the end says, I mean, for us, it was our happy place. You know, oh, that's great. Yeah, um, but you know, of course, you've done more than Corner Gas, so uh, you know, I don't know if there's a role that you were especially uh, fond of before we spend a whole lot of time on you being uh, Mayor Fitzy. But if there is, if you want to tell us about it, that'd be great. No, you know, I was, I, I've always been one of those ubiquitous character actors. So a lot of the, I've done a lot of work on a lot of different shows like either tv or film i'll work for anybody who's going to pay me right so i'll do commercials (laughs) and stuff like that i can't afford to be picky so um and uh uh, so i've worked on a lot of american shows like i'm uh i'm originally actually it's funny you said the bay area that's where i was born uh i was born in san francisco Oh, yeah, uh, we're not grew, terribly far. Yeah. Yeah, I grew uh, I grew up, uh, well, we lived lived for a bit in Alameda. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I grew up in Vancouver, in British Columbia. So I, and I'm currently living in Regina, Saskatchewan, where the show was shot. They didn't just leave you there after the movie finished, did they? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Don't laugh. That almost happened to me on a job <laughs> in northern Finland once. But, oh, no. That's terrible. But no, they didn't. I was out here uh, a few years before the show started. Uh, my wife got a job at the university here, and uh, we were both actors. And, uh, you know, we, we came. It was supposed to be a, a, a short gig, and... Uh, you know, tenure was offered and tenure was taken and the mortgage was taken and dogs and kids. and Yeah. You know, (laughs) you look back and suddenly it's been 10 years and you're like, Holy smokes, you know, I was supposed to move back to the coast, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't know how this got started, but in Vancouver, I guess I, I'd done a lot of work on, you know, uh, movies of the week, TV series, like, um, X-Files and, Yes. Um, oh, Millennium and also, uh, yes. <laughs> stuff stuff that isn't around anymore, like Level 9 and uh, Dead Man's Gun, Mortal Sins, X-Files, that kind of stuff, uh, Disney stuff. So uh, Corner Gas was definitely like the biggest long-term um, part I've had on television. Um, I've, uh, I've done a lot of stage stuff. I was mostly... Well, not mostly. I guess I was doing a lot of stage in Vancouver as well. Um, yeah. So. So when did you of, when did you get bit by the acting bug? Oh, uh, hmm. well, I, and I did it in high school because uh, 
there was a lot more girls in the theater <laughs> class than guys, and I thought, oh, this oh, is yeah. pretty cool. Okay, all right. And, uh, you know, I, it's kind of, I did well at it, whatever it was, um, either the performing in front of an audience or the actual work of learning a, a piece or uh, uh, doing improv to create a piece. Um, it just, it fit well with me. So I did that in high school, and uh, and then I tried not to do it when I left high school. Um, like I, I went and got my pilot's license. I was going to be a pilot, and um, certain circumstances just kind of worked out that uh, the pilot gig wasn't really going to take off. So uh, I, I ended up taking a, a new school in town opened up, Excuse me. I auditioned. I got accepted, and um, yeah, the rest is sort of my history. Anyways, I just kind of took off from there. Did a couple of years in school, and then another year uh, with the same people, but running the company and performing in the company, doing rep. So rep theater, you will um, be rehearsing a show during the day, and and you know performing another show at night so that you you fit like six or eight shows in a season kind of thing so it's kind of it's it's a good uh learning environment because mm. you're like putting up the sets and traveling with the show and and all that sort of stuff so and uh it was around that time that the film and tv really took off in vancouver with a lot of the american productions coming up um so I, you know, I started looking at trying to get work through that, and um, not having a lot of film experience on my own, I, you know, would do workshops and that kind of stuff. So. Okay, but your background was definitely stage heavy then. At that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly the training. I mean, there was no, uh, there was no school really dedicated to film, um, and. And really, I mean, the philosophy at the time was that, um, you, you know, the the real experience you were going to take into film was going to come from um, the same kind of basic training you would do as a stage actor, just uh, treated differently, toned down, whatever. You know, a lot of it for me was a learning experience. You know, there's some early shows I did um, that, you know, I would – or I would cringe watching myself. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> I think, you know, one, I was so young, but two, I was like so big. There's a, um, I did a show called Wise Guy and ran for a while, American show. And uh, a, basically a day part turned into work for me for, <clears throat> I think it was a couple of months, few months anyways. Uh, certainly more than one episode because the, um, star of the show was kind of leaving the show at the time and, and it was it was trying to find a way the producers were trying to find a way I guess to transition the show <clears throat> and um, I did this scene with one actor who's, who was a regular on the show who I really admire um, I can't remember his name right now Jonathan something or other and um, uh, big fan and I finally got a scene after all these weeks or whatever with him talking to him and I don't – he gave me this strange look because I thought, oh, I'm getting mung mouth and my 
tongue is probably swelling up or something like that. And I got this strange look from him. And I thought, oh, my God, I just like he's not acting. He's like looking at me and going, what is that guy saying? And, and you know, what is coming out of his mouth? Because, you know, I can't understand a word he's saying. And to this day, I mean, I, I think I've seen that episode once in this was in the 80s. It was done. And uh, I totally that's if I see that scene. That's what I read into it. It's like uh, he's looking at this uh, actor in Vancouver and going, get this guy away from me. <laughs> you know, uh, he's, he's kind of just <laughs> blathering. Me, was that so. was that Jonathan Banks? Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, that's right. Because uh, he was. Um, what was the show? He well, he's on now. He better call or, Saul is the one Saul he's doing now. Breaking so, Bad. But Breaking Bad is what right, he's run off of. Bad. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it was him, and uh, I was a big fan, and kind of sabotaged my my group one moment there. Yeah, we do it. We all do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because I've noticed a lot of uh, Canadian actors that we've spoken with started off before the film and TV industry had really moved into Vancouver very heavily. So, well, even uh, your castmate Lauren Cardinal told us was that he takes film and television roles so he can go and afford to do a stage role after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know. I mean, you know, uh, sometimes when you do like TV shows, theater feels like a real luxury because you have the, you know, you have, uh, hopefully you have a great kind of role to kind of chew on and, and work out over a, a period of rehearsal. And then you get to perform it live and hopefully you get kind of a nourishing responses from the audience, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's really something unique. Um, you know, but if you do theater a lot too, you go, Oh man, I wish I had a paycheck from a TV show, you know, right. so, <laughs> kind of, thing. not that, you know, we get huge paychecks up here in Canada, but, uh, um, you know, they both have their pros and cons and I've, I've, that, you know, I've done my best over the years to to go back and forth between the two and, uh, you know, always kind of learning from both experiences mm -hmm. and taking what I can from one into the other and that kind of thing. So, well, has it been your experience that stage acting is where you can really explore and stretch as an actor the most? Because I know film and television is a little more director driven than it is actor driven, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, it depends on the project, right? If, if uh, you know, if you're, you know, a star and co-producer of your own show, uh, you you probably, you've got a lot more to work with kind of thing. If you're, um, you know, even a, a kind of one of the main members of the cast members, like, you know, in, even in our show, there was eight um, main cast members and I was cast number nine so i was you know one just outside of the limit right just so barely, you know even but... just barely right yeah and um so i mean if you've got like uh that kind of uh, what context or status in a show yeah you in a tv or film you, you've got a lot to kind of work with and, and play with it's also very much a, a writer's medium you mm -hmm. know um you know, stage, um, you have the luxury of time, usually. Um, although these days they want to, you know, rehearse and put up a show in two weeks. 
Um, but, um, you know, that it, it depends, but usually like a lot of, like, I'm just looking at, because I can't remember what's on my resume, right? I'm looking <laughs> at a lot of stuff I've done. A lot of them are like, uh, day roles or I'm in for, uh, smaller parts or whatever supporting roles. And, uh, you know, you really are film and TV is really it's about the money, right? The right. cost and and time, and those are those are big factors. And so, um, with our show, uh, Corner Gas, um, the great thing was that the writers um, kind of took a took um, uh, ownership of certain characters, and um, whereas I, as an actor, um, might not be able to. Uh, change much about my character or um, certainly about the script because uh, a lot of it was joke driven, mm -hmm. you know, so it was, you know, I was, you were always kind of setting something up. Um, the writers would kind of, kind of take ownership of you and, and, and write some more for you and, and uh, invest a lot in your character, which was really nice. Um, you know, so, uh, that, you know, if I couldn't kind of make huge dramatic choices about my character, I didn't really worry after uh, a while because I knew I had a couple of writers that really liked Fitzy and wanted to use Fitzy a lot and, and, nice. you know, would give, try to give him a good development arc in a story or across stories, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, that's always helpful. Oh, yeah. sure. Well, then, so one of the things I've always tried to figure out with Fitzy, which is obviously Mayor Fitzy, your character from Corner Gas, was Fitzy his first or last name? Do you know? Do you have any insight in that at all? Uh, well, it, it's first, I don't even know the first season. I can't remember if I had a last name. Okay. Because, of course, everybody's last name is a town in Saskatchewan. Mm hmm. For some reason, I was left out of the loop there, and so I, then I had a sign that said Fitzgerald. Right. So I was Fitzy Fitzgerald. Okay. And I'm, that's the whole now, name. Yeah. So I'm, I, I guess, in a way, Fitzy is my name, but you know, it's Fitzgerald. You know, so uh, I don't know that there's actually a Fitzgerald Saskatchewan though. So <laughs> I don't know if I fit into that kind of puzzle plan there but yeah well because oh. i was i was wondering at one point if the the character who was fitzy's grandmother was named helen jensen apparently <laughs> apparently and i was kind of wondering if maybe fitzy was fitzgerald jensen at one point but apparently that idea just got blown out of the water <laughs> yeah no and i you know i can't remember if we i think at one point um when i talked to brent about it, this was probably in the first season it was I was almost uh, offered the chance of like we'll come up with something, and um, uh, I don't think I did. Like I don't think I, <laughs> and I don't think, you know, I think uh, in the end, Brent would decide whatever name he had. I mean, um, he's the creator, but sure. uh, I remember kind of a moment. I don't have a last name, and uh, kind of a discussion. Well, what do you think? And I said, well, let me think about it. <laughs> you know, and and. Uh, so yeah, Fitzgerald was it, I, and I may—I I have a feeling it might have come out of some kind of frustration. It's like, oh, we got to give him the last name, 
And then when it didn't match with my grandmother's name, you know, it's we can explain it away. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I always said he was never married. There's always this kind of question about Fitzy, right? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. lingering. Like, he was never married, except, where did I look? Is it on... Must have been on a, my, the Wikipedia page or something like that. It says he has one child. Really? Like that I have a child. And I have no recollection where that comes from. Yeah, we like, missed uh, that too then. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't think I ever had, like, I, I'm really bad at remembering the episodes. So, I mean, maybe that's possible, but uh, I don't, certainly in my head, he never had a child. He was never married. Um, you know, he lived with his grandma or he didn't, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, that was, he was an enigma. That, he was an enigma. <laughs> you know, we actually went through and watched uh, the movie and a couple episodes today just to kind of, uh, was it fits a fire heads for this interview. <laughs> and mm. one of the things I, I noticed is that Fitzy is kind of a harbinger of bad news throughout the entire show. <laughs> Yeah, he's either yeah he's yeah he's either uh, the center of it like you know kind of like a, a tornado kind of happening, or it's uh, yeah he's like bringing some bad news from outside the town kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, he is. Um, I kind of like that because, I mean, and a, a lot of uh, like I, I I usually liked it when it involved something bigger than the town, like uh, most of the the trouble that people got into or um, what instigated, I guess, were kind of driven by their kind of self-interest, mm -hmm. right? You know, uh, um, and I think of a lot of stuff that Oscar always did. Oh, and stuff yeah. Like but um, <laughs> uh, Fitzy kind of sometimes always responded to like stuff that was happening outside the town and, and sort of a, a larger sense of himself than he actually possessed, right? You know? that he could handle all these things and that it's like, well, he can't. Right. And then that's when things fall apart. Yeah. So that's what I always liked about Fizzy. Well, there, there are certain things. I mean, obviously his paranoia about losing his job. I, I think way down under each and every one of us, we can identify with that feeling. <laughs> you know, we're well, just like, Oh God, I got to eat. Don't take my job. Well, yeah, exactly. And I think that whole, political thing of of like uh, once you have power you know whatever degree of power that is um it's really hard to give that up you know oh yeah and uh, even at the town level you know whatever um and then emily roy comes in and takes it all away that is a great oh. episode go but for only it in oh. a dream yeah, the, the dream episode <laughs> oh well yeah. you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that. You know, I, you know, I got the I got the news that uh, I was leaving. I was fired. Like I lost the election, and we always joked about that over the years. Is oh yeah, you know, when you, you know, they can't kill me off because of the show, right? right. It's a comedy, so uh, they have to vote me out. You know, and then this script comes. It's oh yeah, you're being voted out. It's like what? God. It's like I'm not ready yet. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's like oh thank God, it's just a dream. Oh, but, a... you know, a lot of people were kind of holding their breath there and, and crew the next day or I bump into somebody and they go, oh, I really thought that was it for you. And it's like, no. Well, you know, when we saw that episode, Corner Gas was still 
season five or six was still filming. And, oh, yeah. and but we didn't know that because we had just found the show by accident on our channel, and so we we see that episode, and we're like, we just found this show and it's already over. Yeah, so it was kind of kind of terrible for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And and the uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. They just tore down the gas station. Okay, Friday. I you know what a a listener sent me a message on Facebook Friday about that, and then Michelle Sponigle who wrote the. Um, Oh, the Corner Gas books, the Tales from Dog mm-hmm. River. She sent me an email this morning because I'm trying to get her on as well. And oh, I was, yeah. I was actually really upset because we were hoping to get up yeah. to Rolo before oh, that happened. And that's we, too bad. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh. So, but this is now the perfect time for us to do this thing. There's a joke that we talk about that we'll just mm-hmm. move to Rolo, open mm-hmm. a gas station and a restaurant independently pretend mm-hmm. we've never seen the show or heard of it mm-hmm. or heard of it but take on the personalities and behaviors of Lacey and Brent <laughs> and now that they've torn them down it's perfect it's the perfect time yeah there's nothing in your way yeah. no nothing stopping you <laughs> absolutely not i know except you really are in the middle of nowhere but, well, there's that. Yeah. Well, you know, we did yeah. early on. We looked at trying to go up there, and everything we found was fly from Sacramento to to Regina, and then take a horse and buggy for two and a half days to Rolo. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So, it's about forty five minute drive. Oh, okay, that's all. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anybody... It's pretty straight. It's pretty straightforward. You head south, and then at a certain junction you head west okay because in my head i had it blown up over the years to this like (laughs) you know uh like oregon trail kind of like experience oh yeah oh god no yeah like it's a major uh highway section between uh another um another uh city called uh, moose jaw and uh and uh the highway that runs south of regina eventually down into the dakotas i think trying to think what's south of us but um so yeah it, it's yeah you're, you're you wouldn't if you were giving uh what's the thing that talks to you in the car if you were giving them directions they would get you there no okay. problem well, that's not, yes. yeah, yeah that's not too bad then because i'd still yeah. like to go well so part of the news with them tearing down the ruby and corner gas is of course they're going to launch a uh, walking a self-guided one-hour walking tour next summer in Rolo, where you can go see at least the locations where like Oscar and Emma's house and things like that are. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. So, um, I yeah, that was actually one of the things that Michelle sent to me today that I got to go read. So I'm, we may still try to get up there for that at least. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of too bad that timing. But I mean, really, the the building was falling apart. It was it was like a movie set, right? So right. right. It, it we were kind of amazed every year when we came back that it was still standing because i mean at, at one point we had a couple of times we had bad enough winters that the snow ramped up and against the building and uh people were like driving their snowmobiles up on top of the building and stuff like it was apparently you know so it uh and that it, you know it was only built for 13 episodes the first year <clears throat> and it lasted six and um well even longer because because we did the movie and stuff like that so it lasted much longer than people 
built it to last. Well, yeah, when I read that it was just meant to last 13 episodes, I was like, you know, then six, seven, well, ten years, I guess, by the time it was all said and done, is a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding, no kidding. And, uh, yeah, but there's still, like, yeah, you could go see the houses they used and the, I don't know what's in the the building that was the police station uh, slash uh, city hall or mayor's office. Um at one point, there was kind of a, a little coffee shop in there, and they sold, you know, T-shirts from the show and stuff like that. But I haven't been down there for a little while, so. Yeah. I remember there was a, a souvenir shop briefly opened up inside Corner Gas before the movie was made. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I thought that was a regular thing, but uh, you know, it's always it's always touchy, you know, that somebody else owns the land, mm-hmm. you know, and. Or somebody else owns these buildings. I remember we had to stop filming in one building after first, second season because the owner just took a dislike to us, you know. And and so we moved stuff over to another building and and um, just didn't want. Which was weird because I used to see that in Vancouver. People would get really annoyed when film and TV first started up at you know the traffic jams and stuff because oh, they sure. block off cities and all the annoyance and stuff like that. And then after a while, when it became like a, a going concern, you know, and a lot of business, you know, um, not so much. You wouldn't hear it so much. And um, it, it's just weird to have that same kind of reaction in this literally, well, not a one street town because it has more than one street. But the main street is one main street. And, uh, you know, they, you know, some people just got well. kind of bothered by it so we okay we'll just move on to this other building yeah they might have thought you were from wollerton maybe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, although i'm i never spit really uh, i'd have to go back and look i I might have done it i i I might have done it early on but i remember later on in the show uh whenever it came up uh brent would say no you don't spit so i never spat because i guess always the politician right you know yeah well, especially since you eventually tried to sell Dog River to Wollerton. <laughs> well, you know, for the good of the town. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. That's what when we were watching it this morning, Jules looks at me and she goes, hey, Fitzy's kind of the villain in this, isn't he? I am. Yeah. I love how I'm always like, uh, well, I've had two, right? You know, these escape shots. You know, I'm packing yes. the back of my car and driving out of town kind of thing. Yeah. And, and they always get me like the smallest beat-up car to try and fill the oh, other right. episodes that were always my favorite were, and it's kind of a running joke with a, a couple of the crew guys, was my uh, uh, food episodes where either it was the um, uh, Saskatchewan style Nanaimo bars or the oh, Ruby yeah. Club thing. Because, of course, you have to do several takes and uh, you've got this. It was a great sandwich or a great Nanaimo bar, whatever. And I love Nanaimo bars. And. Um, it uh, you have to do all these takes and they leave a little spit bucket and they go well you don't have to swallow that you don't have to just spit it on the bucket and we'll move on kind of so, no I really like these you know <laughs> and then it'd be an episode it's mallows right so I'm eating these marshmallow chocolate mallow cookie things and so, oh and I think I ate like sixty or something like that <laughs> turn me off now. You know, so those rough. are some of my favorite ones and I worked with this guy on a film this summer who was a, a, a camera operator director of photography on Corner Gas. 
and I was in an eating scene. And he said, oh, my God, do you remember the mallows? I just remember you eating these <laughs> chocolate things, stuffing them. And we kept telling you, spit in the bucket, spit in the bucket. And I'm, you're going, no way, I love mallows. You know, it's like, <laughs> so, and a lot of actors, they don't like to eat and act at the same time. And I love it. You know, the bits of food dangling out or flying out or whatever, getting away. I love eating and acting. Yeah. It just adds to the scene. Well, yeah, it, it gives it a gritty realism. I thought so. Yeah. Isn't that culinary. what everybody's shooting for? Culinary realism. <laughs> oh. Hey, so I put out a, a request uh, last night from a couple people seeing if there were questions <laughs> out there for you. And a, um, a Lauren Cardinal from <laughs> Vancouver wanted to know if you were a boxer or briefs guy. Uh, uh, boxer. Okay. But. I, I think I, I think I did respond to him saying I had to wear diapers because <laughs> Lauren made me laugh. Lauren and uh, and Eric played Oscar. Uh, even before like we got on the set or we're reading the script or something like that, I could hear their voices. I could see them and uh, reading the script at home or something. And I would laugh <laughs> at home all the time. I go, oh God, I can just picture Lauren doing this or, you know, oh, so funny. Yeah. And Anyways, it's so Lauren. funny together. Uh, oh, Eric and Lauren, you get those yes. scenes of the two. Yeah. 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 Anytime they put the two of them together, I could <laughs> I could just pee myself watching those scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you had a you had a, uh, and another question. one was from a Fred Awanek also from Vancouver who wanted to know who you liked better, Lauren or Fred. <laughs> you guys are really stuffing the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> um you know what? I, I liked Eric better. Oh, there Eric, you go. That's a great answer. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's that so hard very to politically choose. correct of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I guess Lauren and Fred are the two that actually I see the most. I don't see them regularly, but I, I'll go to Vancouver because that's where I'm from originally. And uh, I'll either visit my mom or I'm doing work there or something. And I'll see Fred. And, and uh, Lauren is just always working at always different things we inevitably bump into each other kind of thing. And uh, um, <clears throat> so I couldn't, I couldn't pick my favorite before, between those two. I think that's fair. I think that's perfectly I'm just, fair. I'm glad they didn't ask me who was the better golfer. Cause that would really oh. set things off. I believe that would stuff. be an ugly. Uh, I don't, that's never a good question to ask of anybody really. Maybe not, I guess. Yeah. I know it's not me for sure, but. Uh. Oh yeah. No, I'm a terrible go golfer. I'm, it takes a lot of balls to play the way I do. I'm terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So, Kevin, do you have, is there a favorite episode that you could point to and say, this is my absolute favorite episode of Corner Gas? Um, 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 you know, um, I, you know, I always got a soft feeling for the very first episode. Um, uh, I don't know what they call it. They've, they've called it something else since then, but I, it was called the world's biggest hoe. As the first one I appeared in? That, yes. Yes. The world's biggest thing is the official name of the episode, oh, if I remember okay. right. Yeah. You that, actually oh, deliver cool. my favorite line in there and one of my favorite lines overall. So. <laughs> what, what, oh, can you can you remember the line? What is the line? It, it's my grandma, Brent. Yeah. My grandma. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's part of why I really like it, you know. Yeah, um, hysterical. World's biggest. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just looking up here so I know what I'm talking about. 
because uh, originally we called it like the world's biggest hoe, right? Well, I think that's the proper um, name for it. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought it. You know, I don't know if they changed it. Or it was always called the world's biggest thing. But, uh, anyways, that was the first episode I did, and might have. I think we we shot that one pretty early. I'm not sure if that was the first parts we did in the uh, in the ruby at the table there and stuff like that. But that's the one I have a real soft spot for because uh, it was the first. It was uh, it was fun. Um, the double entendre was kind of fun. The grandma thing was really fun. Um, so well, that's kind of my favorite. I I <clears throat> I feel bad. I'm still discovering some episodes like from the DVDs because when it came on TV at a regular time here up in Canada, it was uh, I was putting my kids to bed, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't um, always remember to tape it. Or remember to you know get to watch it right. Oh sure. So uh, you know I'd see uh, a rerun on TV or I'd see the DVD, and I don't really like watching myself on screen anyways. But uh, and I'd be surprised, or or because we had two or three different storylines, I wouldn't know necessarily know what the other storylines were, and I go, oh that's what was going on, or that's why we did this that way kind of thing. So. You know, I'm still discovering the show as I see it. So. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's really new. I know one actor on the show, they would only, like, read their their bits on the show. And uh, so, yeah, they were discovering Corner Gas for years <laughs> afterwards. Going, I never knew that happened. Or, I'd see this person. I didn't know you did this. And I said, oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So. That's one of the things we love, especially about Corner Gas. It's it's like the Simpsons in that you forget that mm-hmm. the A, B, and C story were all from the same episode. So you'll watch one, and you love the A story, and then the B story starts like, oh, my God, I love that. I forgot that was in this, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And trust yeah. me, we, we watch that show like a Star Trek fan watches Star Trek. So, I mean, yeah. well, we, we pour It's good to know it. that it's, it's always good to – it's always great to know that a show still gives people – pleasure to watch it years after it finished because you know there's been uh, enough shows that i've worked on that nobody's going to watch again kind of thing and and uh but it, it this show is one everybody always remembers fondly um just like posting on facebook or people from the crew and stuff posting this friday about the the set coming down all the people going oh that's so sad you know and all these people remembering the show very fondly um working with everybody it's rare that you get to work on a show that runs so well and everybody gets on so well like from the crew on up and um you know this was one of them um i think as you if you get to talk to even more cast members on the show uh, particularly the ones that didn't live here mm-hmm. you know they would look forward to coming out for the six months or whatever it was um you know they, just because the group of people they were working with, it was fun. The, the show they were doing was fun. Uh, it was summer on the prairie, so that was nice and warm. Eric and uh, <clears throat> and uh, Janet Wright are from the province originally, so that was kind of like coming home and visit, you know, kind of thing. So, nice. yeah, it's it's rare that uh, you get to work on a show like that. So, well, that's great. Um... Yeah. So anything anything going on you want to let people know about? or uh, I know I asked you about that in an email before, and you didn't really say much, so I figured I'd ask while I got you here, though. 
Yeah, no, there's something, but I can't talk about it. Okay. And uh, apart from that, nothing, nothing really going on. I've, I did some work uh, earlier this year. We got. I don't know if Archie is out. <laughs> there's not yet. I, it's I, supposed I, to be coming out really soon, though. I believe. Is it? I've got this record. I don't. It's my own personal record. Nobody else has. You know, deals mm-hmm. with cares. About. But it's like my third dog movie, right? I keep getting cast in these dog where the dog, you know, is a robot or the dog is a vampire or the dog, you know, plays basketball or something like that. This actually sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the friends did this. Uh, uh, that was the film uh, I did last year, I guess. Uh, and I worked with the, the same group again um, this summer. So that's good. Uh, that'll be another year, I think, before this next movie comes out um and um uh yeah no nothing i've been my uh my wife's been really busy so i've got to be a home dad the last few months usually i go back to vancouver in the winter which is nice for me because if it's really cold here i get to avoid it but uh for work but uh, i didn't this last year i stayed around to sort of keep the home fires burning while she went out and and worked in the world so yeah, that sounds like a fair trade-off, though. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it, you, you got to do it when you know I'm away or taking off uh, for months at a time or at least weeks at a time. You got to the payback. It's, yeah. it's got to happen. So. Yeah. Okay. And then, how about do you have an online presence you can share share your website <clears throat> address or anything with us? No, you know what? I'm really bad that way. I don't oh, have. Okay. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I, I guess I gotta get a website, or maybe I don't. You know, it's uh, I have a presence on Facebook, and um, I, you know, my agent is is very um, uh, astute that way, and always bugging me about websites and. You do like have Reddit. Twitter. Um... Oh, you are on Twitter because I followed I, you this I, morning. Yeah, I do have, but you see, I don't know how to use Twitter. That's fine. I really don't. When, when your like, kids when your kids get a little older, they can handle it for you. <clears throat> Well, it'll be something else, right? It'll oh, that's be, true. You know, some other thing, right? I was, um, yeah, somebody was talking about on, on Reddit today, and I went, oh, that's a total mystery to me. I just, there's no way I could use Reddit. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> so, but, you know, and, and even like, what did I say? I hadn't looked at my IMDb, IMDb for yeah. a while. So, oh my God, look at the photo of me. Like, where's that photo from? Like, I don't even recognize the t-shirt. It's... Uh, it's a wise guy episode, it says, which I don't believe it because I've. It is a strange photo, like you're walking yeah, it's past. Like, that the is camera. a bit of an odd one. I don't recognize the background. Like, <clears throat> I did two wise guy stories, I guess, and one I was a moving guy, I was just in for the day, and the other one I played a small town cop. So I don't recognize the dinosaur shirt at all. <laughs> Or the background, so that's uh, interesting. I think you're going to have to get a new picture. Yeah, there. I think maybe. I will. Okay, I, I promise. Yeah. I will put up a, a new uh, new photo right. of myself up there, so yeah. that makes more sense. But well, at least at least one where you can like name the T-shirt. Be like, oh yeah, I remember that shirt. That at the yeah, very least. Uh, yeah, or yeah, at least connect it to a show like Wise Guy or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> excellent. But, all right. Well, I think we've held on to you a few minutes longer than I promised we would. But um, I would like to say, if ever there is a time you have something you want to get the word out about, I would love to have you back on. It's been a blast talking to you. So please feel oh, free to let me know. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. 
you know, or even if you just want to like shoot out, you know, keep me on your press list, I guess is what I'm saying. So I'll be more than happy to tweet it out and put it up on the on cornergasonline.com. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, that's great. Kevin, has been. I, I hope I've been pronouncing your name correctly this whole time. I you that. you have. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> So I'm, I'm actually really happy because I really, with my last name, I get mispronounced a lot. So I understand. Well, I, yeah, no, I, I get yeah. all sorts of things, but uh, yeah. Well, that's great. All right. Well, Jules, anything to say before we wrap up? Um, thank you. It was awesome. There you go. Well, it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank <laughs> you. I, it's, I think it's awesome to find you people and find your website and your interest in the show and and uh, keeping things alive as people are tearing down buildings. So that's uh, that's really special. So and thank now you. apparently I'm going to have to go find out about Fitzy's child. So there is uh, a, there is a line yes. on Wikipedia about it. So we are going to have to find is out where it, that came it? from. Yeah, it says he has at least one child. And several episodes imply he may have a son. So I'm going to have to go back so, through every Fitzy statement and see what we can find. I, the Fitzy I mystery continues. Yeah, I doubt that very much. That's that's so weird. But, you know, I've I've said lots of things that I reminded of that I don't remember. So. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> part, of the, part, of, part of aging. So. Yeah, well, I, I have that on a weekly basis now. I, <laughs> I don't remember doing that. Yeah. But, well, um, thanks very much for this, you guys. Yeah, this well, Kevin, fun. thank you. I've, thank I've you. really enjoyed speaking with you. It's very generous of you to take the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, in the meantime, you can catch us at geekishcast.com or on cornergasonline.com. Kevin, thank you very much. Jules, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you all later. Bye. Have a good weekend. All right. <laughs>